Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi everyone, or should I say, top of the morning to you. Top of the morning, why are you kind of sounding a bit worse? Because not sounding we Irish, are, con- no, that's true. Well, now I should right. say, top of the morning to you and the rest of the day yourself. That's what my Irish friend taught me. Uh, but yeah, why that? Because we are consistently in the top five, Stephen, mm. in Ireland. I'm Dr. Rob Zammett and welcome back to the Doggy Pod podcast. Yes, welcome to all of our Irish listeners. Hope you're enjoying the show. I'm Stephen Peters, Dr. Rob's. Producer, and yes, this is the doggy pod. So, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about smelly yeast infections in dogs. How common are they? I'm guessing that's got nothing to do with making bread or anything. Uh-uh. No, unfortunately. Um, we're also doing itching. Itching. Why do dogs itch uh, beyond just being sort of fleas in their coats? What are the other reasons dogs mm, lots itch? Lots of them. All dogs itch. Yep. I'm going to talk a lot about that, and we'll also answer another question from one of our listeners. But of course, this week we'll also have fact or fiction. fiction. What was that? Say it again. Fact or fiction. Fact or fiction. That's weird. Oh, anyway, I love it. Just one of those quirky <laughs> things. Uh, we'll move on. How has your week been, mate? What's uh, been happening? Interesting week this week. Uh, I filmed for Bondi Vet. What our listeners may not know is that Bondi Vet have some really good stories on YouTube as well as television, but on YouTube they are very, very popular, doing really well. So this story will certainly go to that eventually. A little dog that made me look good, thank goodness, because I've got a great face for radio. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Uh, never mind. <laughs> um, a little dog called Hero. Beautiful little dog. He's had a real hard start to life. His left front leg is sort of like a club foot. We x-rayed it, has some bones missing in that leg, so we'll help him with that as much as we can in the future and see what we can do. The other leg, it looks literally like a chicken wing. They call it the chicken wing leg on this poor little dog. He can't use it at all. But add to that, then his back leg on the one side has a luck-saving patella. We've talked about luck-saving patellas. This is a dislocated kneecap, and his wasn't going in and out of joint, Stephen. It was stuck outside the joint 
and it was stuck it sounds on the inside. Oh, poor little dog. How he was getting around. And yet, with all that, this dog had the most beautiful nature. Beautiful what sort of dog was he? Oh, a little cross Jack Russell. Just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And he is with a carer. I won't mention uh, her name because we don't need people ringing up to see how he is and uh, disturbing her. her. Uh, but a good organisation called Paws uh, brought him to... Bondi vet and said, "Can you help?" And they said, "Yep, we'll we'll help out." And we did. We've we've helped out. What are, well. what are pause? Who are they? They're a rescue organisation. Been going for quite some time. Um, young Denise is the uh, head person there that looks after a lot of dogs, and mm. she's done a, a lot of rescue dogs over the years. So with little Hero, we had to open up the joint after yeah we checked him. He also suffered just for this, I forgot to tell you. He had heartworm before, so he'd been treated for that as well. Mm. Whoever did that did a good job. His heart was good. His liver was good. We did all the blood tests, put him on the drip, and then knocked him out, um, tubed him, and then we opened up the joint after we got it all ready for surgery. And the kneecap was so difficult to you know, pull back. Like all the inside muscles had contracted, and we had to try and release those. The, there's supposed to be a groove in your big bone called the femur, uh, a groove in the middle of that mm. it was totally flat there was no groove we had to literally rasp a groove out yeah. and as, I, as I said to, to the but people with a file well yeah it was, I said it was like carpentry work <laughs> literally had to do that you know that piece of bone below your knee that sharp bit of bone that it's called the tibial crest that you can feel below your knee yeah, everybody knows that yeah well that was facing almost 45 degrees towards the inside of the leg so we had to chisel that off and then form a new bed for it and transplant it outwards so we could give him a straight, level line of support. We've taken the bandage off, and I've got to tell you, even before uh, you hear it on the Bondi vet, but you'll get to it. I hope you'll be listening and watching that as well. Um, he's sort of starting to get around quite well already. He's ready to come home to my place. He'll stay there for a few weeks and uh, we'll start working a little bit. Because he's got bad front legs, normally I rehabilitate them a lot in my swimming pool. I'll have to get in the pool and hold him up. Otherwise, I think with, that, with only one three-quarters good front leg, mm. he's not going to be able to swim too well or he'll just swim in a circle. I don't know which. But we, we'll help him out <laughs> and get him going. <laughs> uh, just imagining the little fellow swimming in a circle, <laughs> round and round. So Little Hero is doing well. So can you take a picture of Little Hero? So uh, we will do that. Put him, or we'll you put can put him on our Instagram, Instagram page. Yes, we'll do that this week. That would be great. So Rob... Uh, we're going to talk something that just sounds icky, and mm. it might not be. I don't know, but uh, yeast infections in dogs Stephen, is, is you're quite right. common. Oh, very icky. <laughs> it is they, icky, is it? Probably the best known parameter of knowing that it's there is the smell. They stink, putrid. Where it's do, a fungus. Where, but whereabouts do they get an infection? Three right? common areas in the skin with dogs with inflamed skin. We'll be talking about that a little bit later on in the podcast today. Uh, between the feet, between the toes. Sorry, not between the feet, between the toes. Um, <laughs> if only there was a vet here. Yeah. The right words, but anyway. So they often licking their toes all the time. And of course, the most common area, the ears, inside the ears. We invariably see them as a secondary in- infection to some sort of inflammation. Again, we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But you get greasy ears, redness, and they're shaking their heads and scratching their heads. It's nearly always going to be a yeast infection. There may be bacterial infection with it. Very commonly there is, 
but there's often yeast infection, which is a fungus. And people try all sorts of home remedies, even vinegar, would you believe, on top of these mm. things, which usually just stings like crazy. Um, people have tried yogurt and coconut oil and yeast-free foods and fermented foods with moderate success. One of the things I do like for it is an iodine-based shampoo. If you can find an iodine-based shampoo, very common with horses because horses and cattle do get fungus on their skin as well. And but they, how do you know, other than the smell, the only is other way you can look no, to see? No. The, the only, your vet can do it. Right. They can do, take a little sample of it on the swab, just like they do with COVID, but they put that on a slide um, with a little bit of moisture, put a cover slip on it and look under the... They, they may stain it as well with what's called a diff quick, and you see the fungus spores on the slide, in, on, under the microscope. That's probably a, a very... It's not a very complicated test. It's very quick, and any vet will be able to do that for you if you're worried about wondering whether it is or isn't fungus. But usually the smell, it's a giveaway. And, and is there a cause, or it just well, kind of happens? Yeast infection is the um, product of some other issue in the skin or in the ears, which, as I said, we'll talk a little bit more, or we'll talk a lot about that when we get to itchy dogs later on. Which I think is coming so up soon. We, well, why don't we go straight into that? No, we won't. No. All anyway, right. is there... Um, so any... for me, um, a couple of things you can do. Your vet may prescribe stronger drugs if it's well in, entrenched in the skin. Then you're going to use some of the stronger drugs internally, um, as well as your iodine-based shampoo or antifungal shampoo that you can find. Lots of those on the marketplace. In fact, you can pick up some good ones at uh, bondipet.com. You can look at some of those antifungal shampoos that are available. Actually, uh, the re- and, and we should say, mm-hmm. um, mentioning Bondi Pet, because mm-hmm. as our, our listeners will know that we, um, we we have a good deal with, well, you have a good deal with Bondi Pet, and we've had uh, some deals in the past, but um, there's a new one now, which is if you go there and you uh, spend more than $50, you get $10 off every order. Hey, one fifth off. Um, that's okay. With but there's a code. You need to uh, enter in the doggy pod one, I believe it is, uh, to get that. Um, to, no, yes, the doggy pod one zero. Sorry, which would be ten. <laughs> so all in caps, the doggy pod ten, and you will get uh, fifty dollars. Uh, anything over fifty dollars, you'll get ten dollars off. So that's all right. That's great. Great for me. Fifty. 50 bucks and only cost you 40. So it's 40. How good's that? Yeah, it works already. for me. Anyway, um, all right, brilliant. So if you've got a smelly dog, there's yeah. a good chance yeah. it might be. Yeah, fungus. It's certainly worth a try straight up with antifungal shampoos and antifungal products. That's certainly worth a try. If it doesn't work, get to the vet because they'll put you on antifungal tablets and maybe even some stronger creams uh, that are antifungal with a, a prescription-only type products I'm talking about which will get rid of fungus in your dog. Okay, um, all of our dogs itch. Itchy dogs. I don't think there's such a thing as a dog that doesn't have a good old scratch. Every now and then, absolutely. And it looks like a lot of fun. Um, It's not always fleas, though, is it? There's other other reasons that dogs itch. Look, these days, if you're worried about fleas or mites, because there's a mite often called fox mite because it's found commonly in fox. Mites. If you live in an area of Australia that has wombats, they often have this mite as well, called sarcoptic mites. The problem is if you get worried about your dog having it, 
um, it, you should check yourself for any itching areas. When I was at university, we had a lady that came in with a dog that um, was scratching, and the professor said, oh, we did a scraping that was sarcoptic mites on the skin. And he said, do you have any areas? And she said, yes, and she lifted her top up and wasn't wearing a bra. We all were in <laughs> shock, I'm telling you now. Um, she had a lot of red blotches. We sent her off to the really? local hospital to go get treated because sarcops can tra- transfer to you. How do you stop these mites? How do you stop fleas? There are some great products. And again, with this deal that we have with Bondi Pet, where you get, mm. um, because these products aren't cheap, you know, a really good one that I like is um, Nexgard Spectra. It gets mm. rid of these mites and it gets rid of fleas. So it stops that being but, a problem and stops that being a consideration in an itchy dog. If you've got a dog that's on these products and is scratching, it's something else. Yeah, I was going to say, so what are the other reasons a dog would be itching other than fleas? Um, atopy, which is, atopy just means a generalised allergy to all the pollens in the air and those sort of things. We see those as seasonal type allergies. And of course, contact allergies i see them very commonly what do you mean by that well they come into contact with grass now people there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Say, so, oh, my dog doesn't go out. And I said, so he doesn't go out to go to the toilet? Oh, yes, he goes out you know, to go to the toilet. Oh, he's gone out. Is coming into contact with plants and grasses. The worst grass is buffalo. And they so bad, you know, when we were kids, it was real rough and tough buffalo, and you'd come up with all these hives on your arms if you played in the grass. They made a soft leaf buffalo, uh, all different makes. There's, they call it hypoallergenic. It has got less allergenic tendencies than the old rough and tough stuff, but it's still buffalo and still causes itching in dogs and people. So if your dog's going out on your grass, and it's one of the most common grasses used in Australia mm. because it grows easily and <clears throat> doesn't grow too fast. So you don't have to mow it all the time. It's pretty easy to look after. Mm. But your dogs will often get an allergy to it. Some people put artificial turf out there for their dogs to stop that contact allergy. Any vines in your area are bad news. Any jasmine, ivy, oh, wandering really? dew, morning glory, any vines potato vine doesn't matter what it is your dog will be allergic to it i've never found a dog that's not allergic to those products when they come in contact with it jasmine very much yeah you smell the pollens they're landing on your dog and so that's that's what you're smelling when you smell jasmine to the pollens they land on your dog and your dog will scratch simple as that so what do you do if um you know which happens a lot certainly with my dog where she'll scratch one area and just keep scratching that area one little spot over and over again until she's Got a nice big scab on it. Yeah, or no, that can, that can be a real problem. That can become pyoderma. Pyo means pus. 
and derma is just inflammation mm. of, the, of the skin. But why do they scratch just one little spot? Because uh, yeah, something's landed there. They'll give it a little scratch. Mm. What happens then? The, the moisture is, uh, you know, they, they've irritated the bacteria or they'll bite it a bit and chew it. So the moisture from either their feet or their mouth makes it even more itchy and more bacteria get in and they scratch it more and more and more. As soon as you see one little spot, my first aid for that is surgical alcohol or methylate spirits. Same deal. Just wipe the area, clean it up with that. It dries it, cleans the um, bacteria off, and takes some of the itch out straight away. If it continues, get to the vet before it spreads all over your dog's body. Your vet will prescribe antibiotics and give you a cream to put on that area. Usually the creams that we have, they're pretty good. They've got local anesthetic to stop the itching. They've got hydrocortisone to take the inflammation away. And they've got an antibiotic to kill the bacteria. And sometimes some of the creams also have antifungal products. Uh, in there, which kill any possibility of fungus as well, getting established in your dog. Uh, because if, you know, we talked earlier in the program about fungus and yeast infections, some of the funguses can get very nasty. They can get into the bloodstream of your dog and land on, the, you know, places like the bones. And uh, it, it's usually the demise of the whole dog when that happens. You can't get rid of it. Or if they mm. land in your lungs, some of these funguses are very, very bad. So it's really important to get on top of these things straight away. You see that one spot, yeah, get it. If it's you know, all the tummy that's area and, and the chest area underneath that's itching, undoubtedly they've been laying on the grass. Undoubtedly yeah. there's something out there that they're laying in that's causing the problems. If it's the feet, you know, think about wiping with some methylated spirits or maybe even washing them with an antifungal wash uh, and then putting a cortisone local anesthetic type cream to stop the inflammation does help a lot they're the main causes of itching in dogs and yeah as i said you can certainly go to bondi pet and get put the code in don't forget folks the doggy pod one zero correct how good's that <laughs> and uh, you'll get was it ten dollars off every fifty dollars you spend how good's that no every order of fifty dollars or you more. get oh you get ten dollars off it yeah Oh, so you just do half a dozen orders of $50. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly I think you just told them how to rig the system. Anyway, oh. um, so, yeah, don't always think just because your dog's itching. It could actually be something more than just a playful little itch. And, no, it can yeah. get really nasty for them, yeah. so just be careful. All right, we're going to answer one of our listener questions, and we do like getting them, so please uh, send them in to us. Uh, what's our What's our email? I think it's uh, thedoggypod at gmail. That's us. Yep. Thedoggypod at gmail. Send us a question. Dot com. Anyway, uh, this one uh, is about a little dog called Coco. So I'm just going to read this to you, Rob, and you can, um, mm-hmm. you can reply here. When we woke up this morning, her eye had a style or something, was a bit red and swollen. We gave her some eye drops. And towards the end of the day, it went away. Just wondering what it could be, and have you come across something like that before? So, yeah, there's a photo of a little Coco, and one eye is definitely kind of red and droopy, but the eye drops seem to work. Uh, well, that was lucky because what she has, it, it's right, folks, it's right in the um, middle, towards the nose, that part of the eye, right at the end, mm, yeah. where the top and bottom eyelid meet. And it's really a gland that has... Um, protruded out. It's that that gland should sit further in. It's become swollen and popped out. We call it a prolapsed or protrusion of a lacrimal gland. 
And right, that's, it, like, that's what we call it. Yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Uh, just that's what all our, the listeners and I call them. Yeah, sure what you call it. Clearly, Steve, we, we all know what we're talking about, don't yeah. we, folks? You're so listen to them cheering. Um, so we know that that with those they pop out and they keep popping in and out, and it's thought to be actual a weakness in the anchorage of that gland. You know, it should be anchored deep inside mm. the uh, the part of the eye, um, but it gets weakened usually. Uh, a, a problem because it, that gland does produce you know, 30 to 40% of tears so you don't want to take it out unless it keeps on happening and you can't get it in properly. It does require surgery. Most cases require surgery. If, if it sticks around. Yeah, if it stays. If you mm. happen to use some drops and it works and sometimes it does. Yeah, sometimes you just lubricate it with some antibiotics and anti-inflammatory oh. drops, some cortisone drops to decrease the swelling and it pops back in. Often not or often it will pop back out. So if Coco's um, little lacrimal gland pops out again, it's off to the surgery. Uh, the vet will do a special type of surgery referred to as modified Morgan's. How's that? Sounds good, doesn't it? He does a, he does a little cut in that area, puts the gland where it should be, and then sews it back in. Now, it can keep popping out, and sometimes some of it has to be amputated away. Um, don't like doing it because I say that it produces 30 to 40% of the tears and you do risk what's called a dry eye and dry eye causes no end of problems for dogs and they're on treatment then for the rest of their life so if you do see it you're better off getting to the vet straight away having surgery done and getting it back in hope that answers your question Coco All right, it's time for Fact or Fiction. Anyway, um, (laughs) it is fact, I believe, that dogs, and I think everybody believes this, uh, dogs are colourblind. Of course, yeah, sure. And uh, skunks have no sense of smell and whales can breathe underwater. None of that's true, folks. No, I've been told that from a very young age. And everybody I know has said Yeah, that's why they can't watch television. And yet they're all watching television, folks, aren't they? they're just watching it because it's in black and white. Now they're watching it in colour, full colour, and they love it. So what are you saying? Well, at the back of the eye, there are things called rods and cones. And, you know... It varies. We have more of one type because we can see colour and we need to see colour. Dogs have evolved hunting at dawn and dusk. That's when they hunt. And the landscape is grey or almost black and white, if you like. What dogs have to have at that time is see movement. They're not interested in colour. They need to see movement. So they don't see colour as sharply as us. They've evolved being able to see movement and being able to see almost a, a, a greyish landscape better than we do. At dusk and dawn, we don't see much. Mm. At, at dusk and dawn, they do see lots, and they can see movement and they can hunt at that. So, yes, they can see colour, not as well as us because they don't have as many of the cones that see the colour at the so back like of the eye. So like muted colours, not as vibrant. Yeah, that that's it. They, they, they'll see it a bit. You know, they, they do um, understand colour, because, and we, we know that because we can train dogs to go, you can tell them, fetch the red ball, fetch the green ball, the blue ball, and they will do it. They know which colour's which. You can train them to do that. But wouldn't that be just they would be looking at different shades of black and white? See, I'm being devil's advocate here. No, no, they said they can see it. Yeah, that's the red one. <laughs> <laughs> so that, because they haven't, they don't lack 
all the rods that, that allow you to see, all the cones that allow you to see colour, they do have them. They just have them in reduced quantities at the back of the eye. And that's how we know they can see colour. So that is... Fact or fiction. Well, no, but it's fiction. That they can't see colour? Mm. Yes, it's absolute fiction. All right, that's uh, sadly another episode of The Doggy Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, everybody around the world, we've, um, we've got people everywhere we discover every week. Singapore and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and, you know, leave us a review um, on your platform of choice. We love, uh, love getting reviews, particularly if they're good. Uh, if they're not good... I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, anyway, never mind. Um, and yeah, follow us on Instagram and our and our Facebook page. And as always, Rob will say goodbye in his special oh, way. Well, yeah, yeah. Dogs have language, and they understand our language better than we think. There was a University of Sussex, uh, a young lady, Victoria Ratcliffe, did a study to see how many words dogs can understand, and one dog was trained up to understand a thousand words. You know, wow. He could certainly react to a thousand words. Did he understand the full meaning? Uh, well, she did some work to see that what emotions it brought in dogs, certain words, and they did have emotions with this. So it's they have to certain more. words. So when you say, come to your dog and he doesn't come, it's not because he doesn't understand you. He's just, <laughs> just being belligerent. He just loves to just sit there and look at you because don't forget, in canine, there are over 300 words that mean love. Hmm. See you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.